It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Is Ibrox. Um, this is a brand new show um, that we're trying out, um, and it is called My Rangers Moments. Um, and, and we're going to basically be getting on um, the guys on the podcasts, uh, and they're going to talk about their favorite Rangers moments. Um, players could be matches. It could be it could be anything. It's personal to it's personal to whoever's talking about it. So it could be something that's a little bit different. My name is Ben Harshaw. Um, this is going to be going out on our uh, audio uh, channels, and and basically, given the fact that I have a face for radio, they thought maybe I could host it. Um, and sticking with the theme of face for radio, I'd like to introduce my first guest. Uh, Kyle McLean, the the king of the king of on this day, is, is is the first up, the guinea pig. So, hello, Kyle. Thanks for joining me. No problem, Ben. It's a, it's an absolute pleasure, and I'm sure all the listeners out there will be pleased to know that they don't have to uh, look at my coupon for once. So, there's that. Um, so basically, just there's not many rules to this. Um, as I said, it's personal to whoever's talking about it. But one rule that I've put in place is. There's no point in yourself coming on and talking about the Barca Bears that you you know you've seen on video and that, but you know it needs to be something that you've lived through, something that you've experienced. Um, so it it has to be something that you were obviously alive for and and able to really really remember. Um, and then also just just for an example, I'm not going to give my Rangers one, um, given the fact that I might end up doing it myself one time. But I'll give you one of my football memories, um, and it just shows how multi layered these type of things can be. Um, one of my best memories in football is was the seventh of September two thousand and five, Northern Ireland one England nil, seventy fourth minute, uh, David Haley scoring scoring a goal. Um, partly because one of my favorite, fo- well, probably my favorite footballer in the world played the most beautiful pass over the top uh, of the England defence to Stephen Davis um, to create that goal. But but there was there was other reasons for it. So it doesn't have to be about the goal. It doesn't have to be about the match. For me, the, the thing was, I'd, I'd had a few too many of that game um, and obviously jumped up to celebrate. And honestly, I rolled down about 20 steps of the cop at Windsor Park. Um, and it do- somehow did not hurt myself whatsoever. Um, and that's just something that will always live with me. It was, it was hilarious. But, you know, just, just, the, the fact that yes, it's got Davis, it's got the goal, but it was that personal thing. And then it can also you can also look at it in another way. Games can also bring back memories to people of you know being with people that were they're no longer with us or things like that. Which I you know I'm going a bit more of a somber tone here, but I had been going to Northern Ireland games 
since I was five years old with my dad and stuff. Um, and my dad at that time, you know, and we'd gone through the bad days in Northern Ireland. My first game was a 2-1 home defeat to Latvia, to, to put it into context. And finally, we beat the big game. And my dad had taken me to every game home. We'd gone to some away games with me and stuff. And he was in hospital, hadn't been just diagnosed with MS and missed that game. So it also has that sort of a memory to me. Um, so it's just it just shows you how things can be can can be about the football, but also not about the football. But anyway, enough of me waffling on. Um, just so basically, your your Rangers memories. So we'll we'll go with we'll go with the games first, um, games or moments. Um, so if you want to hit us hit us up with your first one, Kai. Thanks, Ben. So so my first sort of Rangers memories is the is Rangers Braga. I know it's a bit a bit recent, but. You know, to put that in context, I've only had my season ticket for about four or five years, and this was one of the first proper European games that that I was at with a fellow podder Craig, and it was just one of those games that will live with me forever. You know, I, I always say that if you can name part of the opposition team that they must have played well, and and I think I could rattle off that twenty twenty Braga team uh, pretty well. The fact it was just before COVID when everything lockdown happened and it was one of the sort of last football games that we would have all gotten to. But it was just, you know, the, the game started off and Braga were brilliant. They, they came out and it was one of those, oh, dear me, they are they are a very, very, very good team. You had Fran Sergio scoring that rasper in about 20 minutes or something like that it was past Alan McGregor. And we were terrible that first half, absolutely awful that first half. Braga kept at it. They came out in the second half. Uh, Abel Ruiz, who I think may have been on loan from Barcelona or something like that at the time, he scored an absolute cracking goal as well. And, you know, 60 minutes on the clock, I just thought, nah, there's, we're done. You know, there was people leaving, a couple of people leaving because of how well Braga were playing. We just, we just didn't have a sniff. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't, I don't know what happened. A guy I'm sure we'll mention several times in this podcast, Stephen Davis, dinked a lovely ball over to Yanis Hadji and he scored that first goal. But, you know, we're talking about moments. It's that moment from the game where, where Hadji was looking at the crowd and, and lifting his arm up and, you know, getting... You could see him. He, 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 you knew when he came, he he really got it. And then, obviously, there was the, the Joe Aribo goal, which is, is one of the best goals, if not the best goal I've ever, ever, ever seen scored at Ibrox. I'm sure a few of the older punters out there might have a, a thing or two to say about that. But you talk about that, you know, a player getting the ball at his feet and it being stuck. It, that is literally what it looked like. And then, obviously, the Hadji free kick, okay, it took a deflection. But that was, that was a big moment in Rangers because that was like, we can do this. Like, they were a good team and... You know, it's the first, not the first time, but you knew that Ibrooks could could really affect the opposition. That and that was a huge moment in itself. But yeah, and the fact I should again mention them, just Craig and I just going mental and in, in the club deck at that, and it, it, it's one of the best games I've, I've ever been to um, from that perspective. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's game. I I was watching it at home. Uh, unfortunately, wasn't there, but it, it was a game that that I will live with me as well. Uh, we're a similar age. Um, I might have a few years on you, but not 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 massively. So yeah, it, it, it's one of those games. I mean, for me, it was interesting because I don't know if it was the fr- was it the first time that we had qualified for the knockout stages under Gerard. I, I could be wrong, um, but I think it was. Think right. And it it was like I thought, oh Braga, you know. 
decent team, but on paper we could do this. And then that first half, you're like, oh, this is this is out of our depth. We are not at this level yet. Yeah. And then just out of out of out of nowhere, we just we just turned up and and like I must admit probably wrongly but I was completely sold on Hadji at that, uh, after that game you know I, I was like this boy is I mean I thought we'd had his dad I'd be quite honest with you um <laughs> you know he, he was he was sensational um and unfortunately he hasn't quite lived up to that you know injury plays it plays a part as well but um it just shows you what what type of a player and what a lift it gave us but Joe Rebo at left back as well um for a for a period and, and like Joe Rebo that that was that was him at his absolute maximum he was he was outstanding there and that, that goal yeah it's it's one that will live with me um for for quite a while um as well and then it sort of gives you the belief well it gave me the belief to go that that we would go there and could do a job against this team in the second leg and it turned out that way as well yeah, 100%. I, I totally agree with you. I remember that. Was it was that the Ryan Kent goal that he scored? Um, yeah. That was a fantastic goal, but but we beat them. That That's one of the few occasions that we beat a team. You knew we were going through because of the, the mentality switching them. Like, I've never seen players after a game for, for an opposition team look so dejected after that. Um, and yeah, I totally agree with you. It's We, we had beaten them before we went over, and I was glad we got to the, the next round after that. And you'd wonder, you'd wonder things like that. I know we went on and um, to Seville, you know, not not that year, but 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 to come. Um, and you'd wonder what sort of confidence you gain from beating teams like that. You know, with players on loan from Barcelona, with with, with you know, and going home beating a team like that home and away, you'd wonder whether the confidence from that showed. Yeah, we can compete at this level. You know, okay, it wasn't to be that year, um, but we. Could, I think the club grew from there. I re- I really think it was a big big moment. I think it was a big moment for Gerard. I think it was a big moment for the players and 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 for us as fans to say you know what we can do this yeah 100 percent. and we, we did beat Braga in that uh, run to Seville as well so I know it's def- definitely something we'll come on to talk about later <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that might be the case um so go ahead with your second one then Kai so my second one uh is a bit earlier this is around about the time that I was like properly properly getting into Rangers and, and it's one of those ones I can I wasn't at this game but I remember watching it on the TV with with all my family and, and you know my my uncle and stuff like that who are all you know Rangers daft and uh, it's the it's the League Cup semi final in two thousand eleven I think it was one of Walter Smith's last uh, games uh, not as a manager but as finals shall we say um, and and it was just that that winner I'm sure we all know the goal that I'm talking about it's one of those ones that I, every time I think about it I can just remember it in my mind's eye so so clearly like those images off the tv the, you know the game got off it was a bit of a scrappy game from what i remember stephen davis a <laughs> guy we could just call this the stephen davis show couldn't we but um he scored the first goal in that typical stephen davis just grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck scored a goal you know the opposition got a goal back and then um if you fast forward to towards extra time I think it's ninety plus. Vladimir Vice, I'm sure, came on after after extra time, and it, and it just sticks off in my head. You know, he wins the free kick. You can see him shouting for the ball. He grabs the ball and he put the ball has barely even touched the ground, and he plays that magnificent ball through. Just splits the Celtic defence, and there's Yelovich running through, and it was. I can't remember a shot ever taken so long to actually get to the goal. It, it seemed like an eternity, and then it hit off the post, and I remember thinking, 
nah, this this is spinning out and going away. You see Yelovich trying to chase it in. And then it just, the bat, there's so much backspin on it that it just spins in, just nestles in right to the other side of the post. And those celebrations, Hamden going mental, all the Rangers supporters. Again, I, I had a wee watch back of it. Something I never quite picked up on was Yelovich looks like he goes to, to take his top off, but he doesn't because he's already in a yellow card, which is something that I was applauding from in 2023, applauding uh, way back in, in, in 2011. <laughs> but just... Any goal and a final, uh, an extra time to to beat your rivals, it's got to be you know biggest moments for for supporters out there and and that's for me just for you know sitting. It's one of the games I just remember all my family just going <laughs> going absolutely mental when that goal went in. So yeah, that's why that's why it's um, one of my Rangers memories here, Ben. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant one there. Um, you actually sent me... Um, you know, the highlights there just in, in preparation for this. And I really enjoyed watching that there, I must admit. Um, you, you forget, and I'd say to anyone listening, you know, go back at these games um, and, and have a wee watch at the highlights and all. You you really will get some some joy out of it. Um, I think it was it was a big one for Walter. Um, you know, as you said, it was, I think it was his last uh, cup final with Rangers. And in his previous spell, um, he left that season empty-handed. Um, and this ensured that he didn't. And if you go on to those highlights, it, it says oh, the, the opening line of the highlights is on oh, this is the start of a treble for Celtic or something along those lines. Um, and, and, and you know, they walked out that day and that was not happening, um, you know, and, and, and it was great for Walter. Um, you know, a brilliant game. The, the old firms of, of, of that particular generation to me were fantastic. It, it was really thunderous. Um, you know, I don't like using the whole the players get it, but there was a lot of sort of local based um players that that did get it. Um, you know, for want of a, bit, a better phrase. Um and and it you know, it, it, the passion was there to see. It was obvious it was hated, you know, and I that was that was from the dugouts as well. Um from from both both sides. Um so yeah, an absolutely, absolutely brilliant memory. Um, and 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 given given that we haven't had the greatest record at, at Hamden as well, it's it's nice to look back the one, um, you know, which which has gone our way, um, and especially you know taking it right to the right to extra time, um, and and managing. And I think Jelovic was 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 booked for diving as well during that game, which was which was certainly debatable. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, as, as always, you know, there's always contentious, uh, contentious decisions in, in finals uh, between the old firm. But uh, as I alluded to earlier on, I'm just I'm glad he kept his shirt on because if if he gets rewarded <laughs> in that, that you know, it's heated enough as it is. Yeah, an extra time and yeah, but who knows? Because we we had the stellar Sasa Papich at the back and and uh, Weir and Bugera, so yeah. Who knows? No Pabich, no party. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so your 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 final memory that you've chosen for us, and uh, I'm feeling it might be a good one. <laughs> you've nail head hit it. Look, I'll, I'll I'll take the build up to that day. I was I, I was working that day, and and like I'm, 
want to say you're normally focusing your work and you you like being professional, but nah. The whole there was only one thing on my mind that whole day. Everybody that was in my work was talking to me about it, and just like from a personal point of view, like the whole build up was was so special. I'd been fortunate enough to to interview Derek Parlane. I think only a few days before it. You, you, he was the guy that scored the 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 second goal against Bayern Munich fifty years before when the last mm. when Rangers won the European Cup Winners Cup. So hearing his memories of it and even some of the wee the wee off camera stuff that he was saying was just brilliant. And you know these guys are it's their time you can be heroes. Write yourself into Rangers folklore. You know there was the 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 Bassey resurgence that that was the player that I remember everybody talking about that day was was Calvin Bassey um and obviously the the sad passing of of Jimmy Bell just gave it that extra wee something I got to my seat as I normally do uh, with these games were about five minutes before before um the, the, the kickoff starts and and yeah it was just it was just um the game was just amazing itself obviously we get the the relatively early goal Mr. Europa League that season, Tav in at the back post, and then Glenn Kamara for me that the second goal that he gets, I'm sure in my head, like I I, I don't know if I, I remember, I, I wondered what he was doing, you know, when he took his armband off, like I couldn't see it in the stadium, but having watched it back, I was like, it was such a a fitting tribute to Jimmy Bell, and and you knew that the players were just they were all really really fighting for him and. And his, his his memory at that point, and and there was just that, just extra something there. And then, in uh, Cuckoo scores again one of the best opposition goals I think I've ever seen at Ibrox. And at that point, you're thinking, oh no. But to be fair to the crowd, they didn't they didn't go back in themselves. They they kept going. They backed the team, and then it had to be, didn't it? <laughs> the man we'd been singing about in the Europa League all year. You know, talking about the the Yelovich ball going to the goal seemed taking an age. The the ball that Kent hit in when it when it deflected and flipped up in the stadium that generally felt like that ball was in that air for about <laughs> about five minutes before it came down. Whoever cleared it off the line, it was an excellent clearance. But there he was, John Lundstrom, I, and I, I I just remember seeing the ball hit the back of the net, and then after that, like I, I can't remember too much. Everybody was hugging everybody, you know, people that you've, you know, not spoken to around about in your seats were going mental. There was people going down the stairs, people over seats. The guy next to us, his denture flew out about halfway across. <laughs> and that, that, that that's was one that of the things. Ah, uh, no, <laughs> not quite. He's got good teeth, that boy. Um, but yeah, he, he like I said, it went away. And, you know, I just remember the, the denture getting passed back up to this guy and I'm putting it back <laughs> in and... Oh, it was just it was one of the just one of the best nights of my life that and and one of the longest times I've I've ever I think I think everybody stayed in that stadium for about twenty five minutes, half an hour after it. And you never wanted to leave and I I mean I've never watched the highlights of a game back so much in my life. And I mean let's not forget about it. That Leipzig team were a very, very good team. They've got the the Guardiol, who's away at Man City, and Cuckoo who said who's away at Chelsea. Lamiar, who who's at Bayern Munich now. I mean, they were a very good team, and well, again, Liverpool too, isn't it? The yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I and but it was just it, it was so good. Like it was just it was a brilliant day and a brilliant game. And and for me, my my top Rangers moment. Yeah, it's 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 hard to top anyone anyone of our sort of generation. It really is hard to top that. Um, you know it. 
when when you say the place was rocking, I mean the place was really, really was rocking. You know, I know that gets said, but it it was sensational. Um, the the atmosphere. Um, and and I'm glad you touched on the Nkuku goal because I obviously, given you know our 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 perspective is everything's about the Lundstrom goal, the Rangers that that Nkuku goal was outstanding. Like it doesn't get talked about enough for me. It was absolutely beautiful strike. Yeah, it was brilliant. I think it was Angelino who who hit the ball in with his. I mean, he he was. I'm sure he was at Man City as well at one point. Yeah. But it was like. I mean, I don't want to talk about the the RB Leipzig goal too much, but it, it was like it to to have the awareness to take that in to coming into your wrong side and basically side foot it past Alan McGregor, who let's not forget about it. That was one of the seasons where he was pulling off incredible yeah. save after incredible save, uh, and and you know it's well documented some of the quality saves that he pulled off in the in the Europa League and yeah, so it, it was a great goal. Uh, and it, it to me the difference in Rangers. I know obviously we had a different mindset from the first leg to the second leg, but the difference in quality, the difference in everything, it shows what Ibrox can do. It shows what Spirit can do because let's be honest. We have no right to be beating a team like that. I mean, that, that was a world-class team, um, and, and we deservedly did. I must admit, whenever then Cuckoo's goal went in, I, I thought, "Ah, oh, here we go, that's it." But but for the players to just shake it off, and 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 I was also concerned at the start of the game how the Jimmy Bell thing would, you know, it could go two ways. It it, it can obviously do what it did and, and and really really motivate us, but you know, it could also have have, have knocked the stuffing out of them. You know, it, and and you know, understandably too. Um, but you know, John Lundstrom in that run was outstanding. Like he really was. Um, we just haven't seen it enough um, from from John Lundstrom his whole Rangers career. But but that that run and that goal will have him in, in Rangers folklore forever. Um, and, and, and you know, not to get on to too much of a tangent, which is which is one of my special specialities. <laughs> but um, I never understand when James Tavernier gets all this criticism all over the place. I mean, you just have to look at that Europa League run. You know, and that's I know he hasn't won enough and all that, but he can't do that by himself, um, and he he doesn't get enough credit as well for that. And and um, you know, what a night, what a moment, you know. So you're you're absolutely right. It would probably be up there in 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 my moments too. Um, now moving on because we're 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 trying not to make this make this a marathon too much. Um, but so what I want I change attacked a little bit. Now we've had your three moments, which were great. Um, but I would like a opposition player. Um, that that you have most has most stood out to you um, playing against Rangers. Um, so um, I'm assuming you're probably going to go for Nicky Devlin or someone wonderful like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. go ahead, take it away. Oh, that's it, exactly. Um, no, there's a. I'll tell you. So this this is what you know. A conversation that comes up with your pals and stuff like that. If you're in the pub or you're out and about, or and I've been slagged for this a few times, right? But. Uh, there's a few honourable mentions I'll give to first. Kai Havertz uh, for Bayer Leverkusen. I thought he was outstanding. Paul Scholes for me when he played against us at, when he was at Man United. That I've never seen anybody control a ball like he's been able to and just ping it's a My favourite player of all time. So oh, there you go. There you go. It's, it's that velvety touch that Ferguson <laughs> talks about. Um, but for me, it's going to come as a bit of a random one. <laughs> it was a friendly in 2009 Rangers played AC Milan. I was there with with Craig, you know, fellow Podder again at that one. Uh, it was such an odd game. Papach scored. That's why I think uh, Papach is one of Craig's favourite players, is because of the goal in that game. Demarcus Beasley 
and then Kaka and Patel scored for, for AC Milan. But it was David Beckham. And I know I know people might slag you off for this, and it's not to do with the, the recent documentaries that's been out about <laughs> him, which is a fantastic watch, by the way. If you've not seen it, go and check that documentary. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my word, I have never seen a player that is able to pass a ball like he was able to pass it that night. I know it was a friendly. I know it wasn't a competitive game. Maybe that did give it a wee bit more about it. But the, but the thing for me is there was a percentage of that crowd in that game that started off that were like booing every single thing that he did. Every touch he had, every pass, he just got booed. But as the game went on, like people were just like, oh my, like he was passing it and people were, you know, clapping. And so for me, it, it was Beckham because it's, again, caveat it with, I know it was a friendly, but I've never seen an opposition player pass a football like, like he has at Ibrox since that day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I think I think that's fair. I don't I don't think it matters that it's a friendly. I mean, it, it's the it's the performance at the end of the day. Um, I think if you take away the whole sideshow around David Beckham, I don't think he quite the footballer gets enough um, credit. I mean, there's I couldn't think of a better crosser of the ball. Um, perhaps perhaps Tav's cross for that 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 Danilo goal against uh, <laughs> against Hearts there recently. But no, but in all seriousness, no, his crossing, his 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 passing is fantastic. It, it was fantastic, you know. I mean I, I think he made he made Gary Neville a career. So you know yeah. um no f- fair choice. Um so moving on now I, I just want you to pick one where we're we bit we bit short on, on on time here. We're trying to we're trying to keep it short as I said. So I just want you to pick one but one Rangers player um, that that is your standout of, of your time watching Rangers that that you want to wax lyrical about. Oh, that's fine. And please so, preach to the choir here. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think everybody knows what's coming. I, I, again, I, I got. Um, I think I said I would I would have Stephen Davis in my team ahead of Barry Ferguson a, a few weeks ago now, and and that clip went out, and and I got a bit of heat from that, but. It's the, my all-time favorite Rangers player is Stephen Davis. I know I'm on the the right pod with the right man to, <laughs> to talk about it. I'm sure we could fill the next hour talking about Stephen Davis. But for me, I know people call Walter Smith Master Rangers, and and I get that. But if you're looking at a player that that epitomizes Rangers, it's Stephen Davis. I, I was so excited when he, you know, it was first announced that he was signing on loan and. And it's one of those ones you're like, oh, don't get too excited about it. He's only here for six months. We'll see how it goes. But he just fit straight into that team. And and I, I would even argue that it was that 2008 when we, when we got to the UEFA Cup final, that a large part of that was down to him because Walter Smith went out, identified that he needed a wee bit of pace in the midfield, somebody that was going forward, somebody that could pass a ball. And it was that, the first goal, I can't remember if it was his first goal he scored. I'm sure it was against Veda Bremen, um, and and that was that. That was the moment that I fell in love with Stephen Davis because you you just see him whenever he's on that pitch. He just he gave everything, and that that year I'm sure again once that Veda Bremen goal went and it must have been a couple of weeks. I'd went and saved my pocket money or or whatever I was getting paper money at that time, and went out and and bought a Stephen Davis 35 shirt and. 
virtually until he left the club. Uh, every year, that was who I got on the back of my shirt was Stephen Davis. So I've got five, six shirts up up in the loft somewhere that I've either got Stephen Davis thirty five or, or Stephen Davis seven. Little did we know that thirty five would be be playing long into uh, after he was thirty five years old. But in that first spell as well, the other memory that really sticks out to me was uh, in two thousand and nine, uh, the game against Celtic, where it was. I think it was the last old firm of the season as well, and it was absolutely pushing it down, like it was pouring it down with rain. And as a Kenny Miller Boyd sort of interchange, and Miller fire, I, I'm absolutely convinced that Kenny Miller was shooting because he's Kenny Miller. There's no way he was playing this in at the <laughs> back post, but he had to in at the back post, and and there he was, Stephen Davis just sliding back in, and and that for me was. He won the league for us that year, pretty much. I mean, that's only his first spell. I mean, yeah, I'm sure we could sit and talk about Stephen Davis for ages. But I know what are you thinking about him? I, I mean, he's, he is my absolute hero. I said, I said there, Paul Scholes is my is my all time football best player. But I meant in the Premier League in England. Uh, Stephen Davis is my is my football and idol, my my hero, absolutely without a doubt. Um, I think what you said there was he is Mr. Rangers. Uh, it, it it rings true to me because it's yes you can talk about his poise on the ball he finds space where there is none his class he's calm under pressure but it's his persona it's nothing phases him he is a he is a professional at all times uh, for club and country he, he turns up time and time again you know he played play, you know I know I know we're talking Rangers here but he, he turned up for some Northern Ireland squads when he knew we were going to get hammered each and every time and still does I mean he, he's he's the record British international cap holder of of any any nation you know that that says a lot um he could have retired from Northern Ireland with his head held high five years ago six years ago he has done his bit but but he, you know, he sees it as an honour and a privilege to play for Rangers and for for Northern Ireland. Um, I I said a few weeks ago I think he will manage Rangers and was proved true. But I, I do genuinely believe he will manage Rangers one day properly. Um, obviously, um, he was thrown at the deep end now and it wasn't the right time. But I think he will manage both club and country. Um, and I think he will do will do a great job. I think for young players to learn off him to learn the, how to behave as a professional. Um, how to how to pass the ball um and just 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 everything he run, he runs every game i mean he, he he played for northern ireland against italy a couple of years ago and this was italy um who would go on to be european champions um and he was he, he was swapped 37 i think at the time and it was the best player in the pitch by by a long long way he ran the game um you know and, and and that says it all like he, he he's just he's just genius i could talk for another three weeks about him but you know brilliant you're on mute. There you go, standard. I knew it was going to happen at some point in the pod, but yeah, he was, he was, he was incredible. I mean, we haven't even got into his second spell yet. Again, when when Gerard decided to bring him back, that was an absolute no-brainer. Somebody that had won titles at the club before, um, and and just a a, a personal highlight for me was uh, on my thirtieth birthday. That was the eighteenth of April, and he scored that overhead kick against. You've just Celtic. stolen. That was my next point. There you go. Well, that that was on my thirtieth birthday, and it was genuinely the best present that I could have gotten because I was like, I could not believe that Stephen Davis did that on my birthday, and like, just a, an ultimate professional, as you said, the the guy that Rangers turned to when 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 Bill got sacked and, and we needed to bring someone in, but the 
the thing for me that, that, that speaks volumes about him is the fact he got injured. How many players do you know that their contract finishes and the club say, we're going to rehabilitate you through your injury until you're fit again? If you want to keep playing, fine. If you don't, whatever. But I just thought it was was incredible, like the fact that the club have done that for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that, that speaks how highly that the club the club aren't going to throw money at someone for no reason. And it speaks how highly they see him um, and, and, and we see him. Um, you know, he, he, he has been a, a wonderful, wonderful player. And I hope for his sake that we see him one more time on the pitch, at least, even if it happens to be a friendly or whatever. Um, in a way, he deserves something similar to what Al McGregor got. Um you know, against Newcastle, he deserves a send off um, as a player. And I, I would, as I've said before, I think there'll be other chapters for for Stephen Davis and Rangers uh, in the future. Um, but yeah, so that that that's um, that's taking us on to about half an hour there, Kyle. So um, you know, that's that's where we wanted it to be. So you know, I'm not saying we're professionals too, but there you go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, so I hope everyone enjoyed that and uh, we'll be back with another episode of My Rangers Moments um, with, with someone else um, very soon. Um, and, and, and yeah, let us know uh, and please, please like um, and, 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 and follow uh, This Is Ibrox and all, all your, our social media channels. Um, so yeah, so I appreciate, appreciate everyone for listening and Kyle, thank you very much for your time. No bother, it's been an absolute pleasure. As I said, I could I could happily talk about these things all day. It's just like having a conversation in the pub with your pal, except this time I'm not getting slagged off for it. So thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.